Hey, and welcome back to uh, Pastor Plex Podcast. We are uh, answering questions that have been sent in through uh, the church, the church that I preach at, Wells Branch Community Church, uh, where I'm the lead pastor. And uh, all these questions are really uh, ones that come up uh, maybe not necessarily have to do with the sermon that is preached that week, but always are relevant to topics that uh, are really people are dealing with. So we're going to hit it this week with the question of, I've been curious. The Word, meaning the Bible, says that those who are led by the Spirit are not under the law. As new creations in Christ, are we always walking in the Spirit, or is that only when we bear the fruit of the Spirit? And does that mean if someone, even a believer, is being led by the flesh, that they become under the law? Now, I think this is a great question, and like whenever I, I start here, I love to go and, um, I, I, you know, how... I'd love for you to know how I answer these questions, so I'll do it right now. So the first thing I do, I go, okay, where does it say that we are led by the Spirit, but we're not under the law? Where is that in the Bible? And so I, I simply Google it. Oh, Galatians 5.18. And then I'll go to look up Galatians 5 in my trusty uh, Bible gateway. In Galatians 5, reading down around verse 18 is, is where it is, previous says it, but I say, walk by the Spirit, this is Paul writing, but I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual morality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. Now, I love this passage of Scripture in Galatians 5.18, and because I want you to look at the works of the flesh. They're evident. Sexual morality, everyone, for the most part, and I know we live in a new day, but for the most part, Christians uh, in, in history past have been like, sexual immorality, bad. Okay? Impurity, that kind of goes with the same thing. Sensuality, same thing. Idolatry, and people are like, well, I don't worship, you know, little statues or anything. No, no, no. But you are obsessed with your favorite sports team. You are uh, in a place where you have elevated your work to a place of where you worship. And you know that something is an idol in your life, that if you lose it, you are destroyed. Okay, so you're like, okay, that's a little... What about sorcery? I don't... Listen, I don't do witchcraft. Okay, fine, but are you superstitious? <laughs> do you use in Jesus' name with, like, as if it's magic words and incantation? Remember what happened to the sons of Siva whenever uh, he did that uh, in Acts? Oh, gosh, I think it's Acts chapter... I want to say seven or eight. Okay, now... Okay, so you do you do that? Okay, fine. People are like, okay, well, I'm not doing idolatry. I'm not doing... Sorcery. How about enmity? Is there anger with somebody that you're struggling with? Uh, how about strife? Are you striving with somebody? And if you're married, this happens a lot. Are, are you jealous of anybody? Well, now you're getting the stuff that I can't actually see or I can't actually get into, and I don't really know. What about fits of anger? 
Okay, maybe that scene. Maybe everyone thinks it's bad when someone rages. How about rivalries? How about dissensions, divisions? Okay, so like not being one, envy. And then we're in the drunkenness and the orgies and things like these. But notice that there's a lot of it that is like the hidden sin of going behind somebody's back, talking about them, gossiping. That would fall into this. So this is where I really love this question because everybody is guilty of some of this. And so the question then becomes, right? Uh, the word says that we are not let, the, those who are led by the spirit are not under the law. As new creations in Christ, are we always walking in the spirit? Well, so no, right? And in, in the part where they said as new creations in Christ, this person is quoting from 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5, verse 17, which just simply says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. That means you are now seen differently by God. And I, and I, I used this in a sermon not long ago. And what I said was, um, you could be a new creation. And I like to use the butterfly as a great example because everyone's like, everyone uses that. You know, you go from, you know, you're still the same person, but you're brand new. A, but, uh, a caterpillar is no longer a caterpillar. When it comes out of the cocoon, it is now a butterfly. It's got wings. It doesn't look anything near the same. And that's what should happen when you become a Christian. But there's a lot of us that have wings and are acting like a caterpillar. We're still um, munching through the apple and then the oranges, then the strawberries, and we are the hungry, hungry caterpillar, but we've got a really beautiful wings that we're not using to fly. And that's what it's like when you have been freed by Christ, but you're still living under the law. You have complete ability to fly, but you're not. So I think that that helps us. So let's let's go through the question. But I've been curious, though. The Word says that those who are led by the Spirit are not under the law as new creations in Christ. Are we always walking in the Spirit? So the answer is no. Um, I love Galatians 5.1. Can we go to Galatians 5.1 for a second? That's at the very beginning of Galatians 5.18, which is kind of helpful that we're there. It says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. This is the most redundant thing you could ever say as Paul is writing this to this church. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Well, what else would he set you free for than to be free? I mean, how can you set somebody free for something else unless the person takes their freedom and they just act up like they're chained? I think one of the, the greatest examples of that is, I don't know if anybody are familiar with like uh, African or Asian elephants. In Asia specifically, um, they they chain up elephants when they're really young and so that they they try and run away from the stake in the ground. It's got this massive chain, and as soon as it, it cuts their um, uh, leg, and it really hurts them, and it's really abusive. Uh, but after a while, once that elephant feels a tug on the leg, they do not even move because they've experienced the pain. They've experienced that hurt. And so what happens, there's these massive elephants that are tied with a piece of twine to a stick, and they will not move. Even though they have the complete strength and power to walk away, they don't. Why? Because something in their past doesn't let them believe that they have the power to overcome, and that's exactly what happens to Christians. We get locked up in what Satan does. He can't defeat us. He doesn't have power over us, but he can make us think that we are chained up and we have no power to overcome the darkness. And so we start walking and living like a chained elephant when we have the complete power to bust that twine like it's nothing. So we are um, walking in the spirit when we're walking in the spirit. When we're walking in the flesh, 
are, we're a slave to the flesh. You are a slave to whomever you obey. Think about that. If you're obeying Jesus, you're a slave to Jesus. And righteousness, if you're a slave to your sin, then you're obeying your sin nature. And you're just doing whatever feels good because you can't help it. You're a slave to it. All right. So then that question goes on. And does that mean if someone, even a believer, is being led by the flesh that they become under the law? And the answer to that is sort of. You're, you're completely justified before Jesus. You cannot lose your salvation. Um, I, I think probably, uh, you know, who the Son has set free is free indeed. So that is not an issue. Um, uh, Jesus has lost none of those the Father has given him. Let's let me figure out what uh, on that you have given me. That is uh, John eighteen nine. So um, I love this. Uh, I have lost none of those you gave me. So that's that's just what Jesus said. He has not lost anyone, and so you can't be lost except for you know Judas who was predestined to um, spend eternity in darkness. Uh, whereas with Jesus, what he does for us is he saves us. He he makes us new. But the problem is you can be fully justified before God, that God loves you even as he loves Jesus. That's John 17, uh, 23. I pray that you would love them even as equal to you love me. How awesome is that? But we can be living like a caterpillar when we have wings to fly. So that's how you can live in a sense under the law, even though you are completely free from the power of the law. Thanks for the question, and uh, please ask another. We will be waiting here for you. So remember, uh, if you ever want to text in a question with us, uh, we would love that. You can email us at uh, info at wellsbranchchurch.com, or uh, you can just email me at chris at pastorplek.com. That's a, that's a great way to uh, get in touch with me. Uh, or even chris at wellsbranchchurch.com, we would love to get in touch with you. So this is a great way for us to follow up with questions. And um, man, love, love the question. We'll look forward to doing another.